shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit. What's up, fellas? Anybody else in the chat? In the chat. Butterflies. You like butterflies, Bogey? Oh, man, oh, shit. Every time I step out the house. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> creatures, man. Beautiful. You know I like moths, too. Moths. What's the difference between a moth and a butterfly? Um, One likes to rock at night. I don't know. I'm I'm asking you for real, Alex. Uh, I mean, oh, I, have no, I have no idea. One's colored and one's not. One's annoying and one's not. Maybe one is one is 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 a uh, blindly dedicated to the flame. Right. What's going on there? There's a uh, crash. My, my little man, he's come came through causing a ruckus. Oh, I thought that was Alex's. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, computer. I don't know. Yeah, but so what we're gonna what we're gonna do here? We're gonna be uh, we're, we're changing up the format a little bit here. We're gonna start doing this in three acts, just like a movie, and uh, we're gonna start with the first act where we talk a little bit about the movie, the, the background of the movie, give a uh, little bit of some intro thoughts, and yeah, and then act two, talk about the movie, and then number three, we'll give uh, you know we'll wind it down, and uh, so go follow the podcast. We're gonna have it broken down into three three different podcasts per week now and I'll, I'll i'll be in here i'll be back for like the second act i'm gonna go pick up this food real quick but you know what I'm i thought i had a little more time than i did you know what I mean? sounds no. good so, peace out and uh whoever's on facebook here says uh, the butterfly effect has to be in my top five movies definitely my favorite ashton kutcher movie yeah and so you haven't you didn't see this one before we did this right nelly nope never even heard of it don't recall it, no. 2004, Ashton Kutcher. I mean, this is right after the time of punk. This is, uh, he did Dude, Where's My Car a couple years before that. And then he started getting into the rom-coms with, uh, which one was it? I think something about, uh, something about Vegas. I can't even remember which one became before this, but this kind of put him on the map. I was, uh, I was, I was pleasantly surprised then. And even watching it now, it still holds up to date. No, it was good. It was good. We'll get into it, but yeah, I was uh, I was impressed, but I had no idea what it was about, so I didn't know what I was uh, looking for. But as far as I know, you know who Ashton Kutcher is, of course. And I've never really seen his acting. Uh, you know, I saw Punked quite a few times, and um, I, you know, it's funny because I knew of him before that, but I can't really. Rec- oh yeah, was he on the? What show was he on? What sitcom? That seventy show. That seventy show, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do remember him from that, and then. That's it. And then I saw on Punk that I never really saw any of his movies or anything. Yeah. And I mean, most of them, I mean, they're all kind of the same, those, uh, you know, those rom-coms. But uh, yeah, see, Facebook, you said that after that 70s show. Yep. Pretty much after that 70s show ended, he uh, got into some different stuff. And this is one of the first ones. It was him, Amy Smart, uh, (laughs) Eric Stoltz. We were talking about him on Back to the Future, how he got the old heave-ho. Off of uh, of Back to the Future. He always plays some crazy characters. And in here, of course, he's a crazy character playing the freaking, the pedophile father. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I know, huh? Not the the type of character you want to be typecasted as, but... uh, No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. He played the the role well, and uh, we all hate him for it. But, uh, you know, 
He's just an actor. So it is what it is. You got to have these crazy roles in some of these movies. And I'll, I'll give him this too. As far as what you saw of that character, you didn't see all that much. It didn't. Get, it didn't get too crazy, which was good. Yeah, and I mean the actual like, screen time that he has, he didn't have that much screen time. Either. Yeah, to get too weird with his with his persona, the character was playing, you know. Yeah, and before we jump into the movie, how about just the uh, the box office numbers? They never lie. So the budget of the movie thirteen mil, but it almost brings in a hundred mil in the box office, ninety six point eight mil. So a lot of people went out wow, to see it, good. and uh, yeah, I know it. Uh, well, I know Say that again. That's more money, you know, more revenue than I thought uh, it garnered. You know. Yeah. For sure. And uh, so, yeah, people came out to see it. I know Amy Smart, she was, uh, she had her little, um, you know, her, her little stint of being popular, you know, in Hollywood didn't really last super long, but um, yeah. yeah I don't remember her. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, don't. but yeah, what other movies she and she was in road trip. I think that was the first one, you know, she was kind of in these rom-coms and uh-huh. college movies and things like that. And I guess this, I mean, they had college in here in, uh, you know, in a little spurt on Rotten Tomatoes, Butterfly Effect got an 81% audience score as well. So a lot Rotten of people like this movie. And yeah, when, uh, when we even talked about it, you wanted to do a science fiction movie. And so that's, we were talking about this kind of around the same time. And so that's what made me, I don't even, I don't know if this is a science fiction movie. I guess it's more of, what would you say it is a thriller maybe um yeah i'd say part thriller but that's not it's not a full thriller it was kind of a like a mind-bending thriller yeah a bit a touch of science fiction but yeah science fiction you think more of outer space so maybe like um suspense i guess okay there we go bakes said the ranch was good okay and then he makes a cameo in that 90s show yeah i never watched that 90s show never got into the ranch either Oh, there you go. It was just married with Tara Reed. <laughs> and he said, Oh, yeah, I remember Tara Reed and just married. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And married my foster daughter with Bernie Mac. Okay. Yeah. That was, what was that? Guess who with Bernie Mac? Right. That was a good one. All right. Beautiful so let's just jump into it. I mean, the, the movie jumps off. Alex, you know, Alex. Hey, hold on. Yeah. One, second, one quick. That okay. light behind me, is that messing with you? It looks kind of really bright on this screen because I'm using this laptop, which I don't normally use, obviously. Uh, it's not too bad. It's but. just like one corner of the, uh, of the screen. We're all right. Okay, it's not. Because, you know, with my desktop and other, um, you know, broadcasts we've done, you don't really see it. So I'm looking at it. It just looks kind of odd. Just making sure that you're okay with it. Otherwise, yeah. I can turn that light off. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Oh, there you go. Brittany Thank Murphy. You. Yep. Classic. Her and Ashton, there we go, said, uh, oh, hell yeah, I knew you guys would do this movie. Yeah, we, we were talking about it, and uh, yeah, we had to mix it in. And yeah, this movie, it doesn't really set up a story, you know, too much. Like, I mean, if you have no idea what the movie's about, I mean, it kind of just, it starts, and then Ashton, the kid Ashton Kutcher, so he's like, uh, they they have a couple different uh, couple different ages of him. Uh, Evan Traybor. Three, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy Evan Trayborn, if you look at it, if you look at it spelled out, it's almost like Event Reborn. If you take the T off of uh, his last name and move it to his first name, Evan, it's Event Reborn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Real, real trippy. Interesting uh, tidbit. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, 
it's just a bunch of like fucked up shit that like happens to all these kids. That's like the only way that I can really say it. Uh, we have no idea the relationship between uh, the kid Evan and his mom. All we know is that she's dropped, she drops him off at school. And then like, you see the, uh, the picture that he drew where it's like him with a knife, the and knife yeah. Ooh. saying that he forgot it. And so that's kind of like the first kind of inkling, like, Oh no, he forgot it. You know, like that's what like is wrong with his dad. And then, then you, you go to uh, to Amy Smart, Kaylee's house. Uh, Evan Stoltz is the dad there. And then, yeah, kind of just like all spirals from there. Like they get a camera and um, the girl Kaylee's all happy. We're going to be in a movie. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it takes a real dark turn where he blacks out. So we don't we have no idea what these blackouts are necessarily, but says we're going to be in a movie. And the dad's like, you got to keep this, you know, a big, big secret. And he's like, okay. And then you just see a big cut to where they're now in the basement. And he's like, where are my clothes? What's going on? So as adults, we kind of have an idea what's going on. But we have no real idea of what actually happened there. And he can't even put two and two together at first. Man, that was a good breakdown because it got kind of sketchy with how kind of bounced back with timelines and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, how did that happen so quick? And then, and when you watch the whole movie, you see how it ties together. They're really masterful of how they did that. Yeah. I was a little confused that they kind of reveal a couple of things, kind of like, uh, not quite, but you know, what was that? Um, Memento. It okay. went backwards. Yeah. yeah. Now, it wasn't quite that extreme, but it had that el some elements of that that showed you a couple of things that you're going to see later on. Yeah. In the film. And then it makes sense when you see it like an hour and a half later. Yeah, you kind of, I mean, you know that something bad happened. And I mean, you know, we can kind of put two and two together with the video camera and then it's clothes being off and stuff. But yeah, you really have no idea what's going on. And all that ends, like, really, all that ends really quick. Um, the uh, the mom takes him to the, what is, I mean, it's really the mental hospital, right? Like, that's the only thing yeah. that we know about. It's a mental institution. And he gets some tests done on him. Um, because of the blacking out stuff, um, his blackout sessions or whatever you want to call it. And then you kind of reveal like, oh, is this, tell me it's not the same thing as his dad. So we have no idea who his dad is or where he is, but we know he's got some issues. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we soon do see his, where his, who his dad is in the first five minutes, right? Yeah, what'd you think about that? So he goes to visit. Yeah, uh, shocking, actually. I t okay, I t I'll let you explain that. The well, the, doc the doctor says, well, maybe he's coping with some stress of not knowing his dad. So then they set up a whole meet, you know, whole meet and greet with his dad at the mental hospital. And he's like on the way, really excited. Then in the, yeah, the yeah. he goes in and um, they're like talking to each other. And he's like, mom says, I have your smile in your hair. Oh, and, and he was sedated. Remember, they said he was sedated. Yeah. Oh, so I'm thinking as a, as a uh, you know, as watching it. Oh, he's sedated. Okay, nothing's really going to happen. The guy's sedated, but come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, and then we get another one of those cut scenes where it's like literally them talking, and then it cuts to you don't know how long later, but they're like on the ground, and he's choking he's them. Choking them. <laughs> I, I tell you, what, what got me is that um, I can't remember what um, the boy said, but I remember the father, when he said, he goes, you have to die. Yeah, he must die. <laughs> but, but what the boy said was just really, it was really calm and just like, Hey, what's your favorite color? You got that. You, know, you must die, right? <laughs> do you do you remember the line? Pretty much, yeah. It was uh, mom says, "I have your smile." No, that's what hair. it was. I have your smile. Yeah, I have your smile. You must die. It's like whoa. 
that was yeah, kind of have, the, the thriller part of it, right? Yeah, we have no idea like why or anything, and then uh, we hear just it must end with me, and you know, and that's it. And they Billy club him across the head, and he freaking dies. And he dies with all the blood <laughs> coming out of his head. Yeah, and so just yeah. one traumatic thing after another in uh, what maybe like a couple days span. And then it cuts forward to them seven years later. So I think he was seven in the first one, uh, six yeah. or seven years later. So, you know, they're teenagers 13. there. And then he went to 13. It was six, I remember. He okay, went yeah. to 13 years old. So he, yeah. he was seven plus six. And then yep. it went, um, was it, um, was he 21? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was, it was six years. And then, yeah. And then I believe nine. it was, it was six like years, that. then nine, right? Yeah, so he jumps from pretty much elementary school to junior high to For then like years. college. Yeah, maybe maybe it was eight years. I don't know around there. Yeah, and again, it just it cuts. We have no idea what's going on. They're just they're in the exact same basement where all the trauma happened. You know, when they were kids, but now they're yeah. they're older. They're smoking. Um, Tommy, we didn't we didn't really get too much of an intro to him yet, but. Uh, yeah, he's looking around for something all frantic, kind of talking shit. And then they find this big, uh, I mean, they call it a blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. Oh, yeah, that, uh, the, the firework. It looks like, I mean, yeah, you say a firework. It looked like a stick of dynamite. Like, yeah, I, it <laughs> fire, I've never seen a firework just look like a straight stick of dynamite. You know, maybe like small ones that blow up, but this one is freaking huge. Yeah, it's a Cuban. The, the yeah. Cuban of all dynamites, right? It's a cigar. Yeah. Oh man, oh. just zero to 60 in this movie. Like we have no idea what's going to happen, but Tommy's like, let's blow the shit out of something, you know? And then they go, it's one of those, uh, one of those goofy mailboxes that's like made exactly like the houses. Uh, have you ever seen any of those uh, in some of the areas of LA? Those, uh, sorry, the last thing you said? They had the mailbox that was like the, oh, the exact, mailbox the yeah, exact yeah, replica yeah. of the house. No, I've never seen that. But I've seen mailbox out like on the lawn like that. But no, yeah. not the exact replica. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. And again, we have no idea what's happening. They're uh they make Lenny do it. So Lenny's like he's kind of like the scapegoat of a lot of things. He's like just he's the fat kid that gets yeah, he's, the, he's the chubby checker of the group that gets exactly. picked on and gets told to do this, do that, to dare to do this, and to and he kind of wants he doesn't want to do it, but you know, to fit in. That's, that's, that's the reward he gets, you know? And I think this is just like small town living, right? Like, I mean, we don't know much about the town, but you end up hearing like um, a little bit later that it is kind of a small town. And I guess in those small towns, it's like you get in your circle of friends and, you know, you might just stick there forever. Like whether you feel like an outcast within that group or not. So, yeah, it's really weird. So Tommy tells Lenny, oh, you're going to do it. Any of us do it. You're pussing out for sure. Like you're going to be the one to do it. And then, uh, man, Evan, yeah. <laughs> being the good friend that he is, wants to make sure that Lenny doesn't blow up. So he puts a cigarette on the, uh, on the, what's it called? On the, um, on the, uh, on the whatever, on the what? Uh, on the mail, on the mailbox. Well, on the, uh, what, um, like lighting the, uh, the igniter or whatever. I don't know why I'm spacing. Oh, on the stick. Uh, yeah. On the, on the, on the, 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 the wick. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The wick. There you go. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Nelson. I could not fucking think of what that was called. Yeah. And then I put the cigarette on. This should give you two minutes at least. And uh, he goes and he puts it in the mailbox. And now since they have time, they're all just sitting there watching, you know, from afar, like kind of in the bushes. 
And then we get another cutscene. So we have no idea what happened. We didn't see yeah. anything blow up. And then they're just randomly in the woods. And he's like, what, what the hell is going on now? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, the fat kid, Lenny, yeah, Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. He, um, what you know, he's, he's in shock. I'm thinking, why is he in shock? This is what I'm thinking when I'm watching that like, uh, uh, up until this point. Why is he in shock and the rest of them aren't? I mean, it's just blew up. It's the mailbox. Yeah. But no, it wasn't just the mailbox, though. Yeah. So he was frozen. So I wasn't I wasn't really buying that at first. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. But then as you, you know, things get revealed where, oh, it makes sense. All right. And it's because we're seeing everything from Ashton Kutcher's uh, perspective, or at least Evan Trayborn's perspective. So, yeah, we don't, we have no idea what's happening during the blackouts. And like when they finally make it like back to the house, uh, I think they make it to Lenny's house. Like everyone, they're all crying and they don't know what the hell's going on. And um, his mom is trying to figure out what happened. And he said he blacked it out. And, um, and his mom, yeah, asked, well, are you lying? You know, are you telling the truth? Because he's had blackouts before, right? So, yeah. It's been years because I don't. The only blackouts that he had, I believe, are the ones that we see in the movie. So it's like when he was seven, he has a couple blackouts. Then when he's thirteen, has a couple. And um, yeah, you, yeah, we still have no idea what's going on except for that Lenny is getting is in the back of an ambulance, and these guys go out to the movies. <laughs> like I have no idea why, you know, <laughs> but you can tell something's wrong. And um, yeah. yeah, Tommy's just being an asshole. Kaylee's all fucking shook and like Evan's still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And he was a good asshole too. I'll tell you that we get introduced to how much of an asshole he is when uh, he comes out of the movie, like uh, Kaylee and Evan leave the movie theater and he comes out and he's like, what? Um, he sees them kissing. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then some random guy. I don't even know who it is eating popcorn. What the fuck are you doing? And then he trips him. He trips him. Yeah. It was, a, it was an older teenager, right? He was probably like a high schooler. That that's what yeah. I was someone in high school being an asshole. And uh you don't really know what's gonna happen. Like the, the camera's just panning on Tommy, he's getting up super slow, and then he picks up one of the uh I don't know what like, is one of some the, pipe or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like one of the things that ropes off, you know, the concession stands and all that, hits him right in the face and he's just like punching him until uh until he's out on the ground and then he gets taken away by the security guards. Yeah, and Tommy was a little dude too. Yeah. Now, was Tommy the? I thought he was the older brother at first, but was he the younger brother? So I'm. A, I think he's the older brother. I don't know how much because they seem like they're super close in age. Right, but it's just that his size, because he ended up being shorter than his sister. So I, I, I'm thinking he was older, right? Then, um, like around that time with the movie theater and stuff, like he's really short. He's shorter than his sister. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he is younger, but it seemed like he was older though before. Maybe he just was had stunted growth, I guess, or something, right? Well, I guess it just seemed like they were the same size when uh, when they when we meet him as seven year olds or whatever. Seems like they're the same size and super close in age. So, yeah, I mean, we can't really we have no idea who's older or not, but it seems like Tommy is the older one. And then we just know yeah. he's he's snapped, and then that, and that's really that's the start of what we know about Tommy. And then uh, this is really, I mean, it's really when they're seven and 13, that's building up the entire story, like for the movie. And then Evan has one more blackout. They go get Lenny. Lenny was in the mental hospital and like, oh yeah, how dark, man, right? We don't, we have no idea what's going on, but he's just like totally 
tripped out and frozen. They take him to the mental hospital. And he's like, he can't even sleep. Like, everyone's screaming all night. Couldn't even imagine, like, uh, being a kid. And we, we don't even know what traumatic experience he had. We just know he saw something that made him freak the fuck out. And yeah, and that's when you start to wonder, what happened? Yeah. And then they... Uh, and then what happens after that? So they go, they go see Lenny, Kaylee, and uh, and Evan. And then they start walking around. And then here's where the last blackout happens. They're just, I don't know where the hell they're walking, but it's almost like they're through some junkyard or something. And someone's like, "What's that smoke?" Yeah. And they run over there, and it's a big fire that uh, that Tommy's built. And you see him like shoving um, Evan's dog. dog into a fucking burlap sack. Like, what is about to happen here? Start spraying him with gas. Yeah, it ignites it. Or he finds it and then, oh yeah, this one version, of course, and then he does ignite it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what happens? Evan's like, what the hell are you doing? He runs up and then Tommy takes like some two by four or something and swings it and hits his sister. Doesn't even hit Evan, hits his sister. Oh, yeah, wax her, yeah. (laughs) And then Tommy, like, man, I don't know what, this kid's just got multiple screws loose. Look what you made me do! <laughs> because he avoided the fucking two by four to the face. It was Evan's fault. Why? Why he? It's his it. own sister. Yeah, and then uh, so she, what does he do? He kicks him or hits him or something, and then you see Evan. He, he just rushes him, and then he blacks out again. And that's all we see right then. And we see him like, oh, like pretty much all fucked up, like on the ground not moving look like he's got the shit beat out of him face blood all over his face and then uh, he gets up sees kaylee and she's crying and then pans to the dog that you can tell it was ignited by tommy yeah it was a sad moment and lenny's sure. just right there like what you know just in shock again from uh from this happening just standing there frozen watching yeah again yeah that guy went through a rough yeah, I mean, there's so many traumatic things like back to back, and then uh, yeah, and that was kind of the, that was that was pretty much the end of their 13 year old run. Um, but but right before it cuts to him being an adult, we get a little bit of an insight on what actually happened. It's super super short, but the mom is like watching like TV, and it's like a news story, a news report. Yeah, yeah, and so we don't know, like we hear about i can't even remember exactly what it says but we hear like oh this is something that shocked a little neighborhood and nothing as tragic as this has like ever happened and it it sounded like somebody died is the way that they were wording it and the mom had to have known that there was them like who was like who was a part of it and uh she was like right after the movie um she drops kaylee off and uh, then they're alone in the car and she's like we're moving just like that yeah right? just like that Almost um, hard though. She didn't want to be a part of any of that. Whatever could have came down on them. Yeah. Then to show them going away, she went to. um, Did she watch them drive away? Yeah. So she like runs up to the U-Haul as they're going. Yeah. Right. And he writes down, "I'll come back for you." Yeah, that was yeah, that was sad. But he never does. He never does. (laughs) Well, not in that version, anyway, right? Yeah, we'll get into that one first. And uh, yeah, so there's multiple, multiple, um, what do we call it? multiple timelines of uh, the things that actually happen, happen because the butterfly effect is him 
somehow going backwards and uh, recalling these blackouts. Alex, let me back. I need to grab a tissue, man. Okay. Yeah, the uh, it's the butterfly effect because it's him going backwards in time somehow to these blackouts and then actually changing what is going on. Like that's where it gets like real, real trippy. It starts off with him in college. We have no idea what the heck is going on, you know, with uh, with him now. Other than he's he's in a class, he's writing, and then uh, pencils down, and then he goes and he talks to the the teacher and everything. Then he goes back to his dorm room, and you see it's uh, it's Frankie the Enforcer from uh, from Boy Meets World, who is his roommate. And uh, hey, from oh, I recognize him, but I couldn't think, where, where is he from? You yeah. know, for a second, I thought it was Lenny. He just got bigger. Yeah, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was getting a little messed up with these different timelines and stuff. I go, okay, we're on a different one. And you gain even more weight. Yep. And Probably Crispy, thanks for supporting the channel. He gifted a 420 crew membership on YouTube. You the man, Crispy. Thanks, Crispy. Yeah, and so um, he's, uh, he's really excited because seven years, no blackouts. So, I mean, he hasn't had a blackout since, uh, since the crazy blackouts that we saw. Like right, right before that. So they go out partying and stuff. And, you know, you can just see like, uh, yeah, they're, they're not amongst the cool crowd. You know, they're making it seem like the the frat boys, you know, that's the cool crowd and everything. And Evan's not a part of it at all. Well, and, actually, wasn't the first when we see, um, what, what, what's that big guy's name again? Boy, Ethan Suitley in real life. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, having sex in the movie. Yeah, classic. he was having sex. He walked in on him right in the dorm yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty like he. Most of his screen time is him having sex. Yeah, he's getting it in. Yeah, <laughs> these punk rockers or whoever they were. Yeah, when they come home, uh, when they when they come back to the dorm, well, it's actually just Evan and whatever chick he was with comes back to the dorm. She opens the door and is like, wow, it smells like sex in here. And <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's like, yeah, Thumper had a busy afternoon. <laughs> Maybe that's why, right? Maybe that's why it's Thumper. He's like, rabbits, likes to fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah. And Marty said, did I miss something or who is Thumper? Yeah, so that's Frankie, Frankie the Enforcer from Boy Meets World. He was his, uh, he was his roommate in his first and his third life how about that first and third life and uh but yeah first he's and third first and third yeah because the second one well we'll get it we'll get into all that well yeah we'll get into it but yeah he was there for like half of evan's lives how about that and uh so i don't know like what would possess uh, so they get back to the room it's evan and his and his date and uh he's like you want a beer and she sits down on the bed and then Shaq uh, reaches under his bed and she was like, oh, you have any scented candles or incense or something? I, I don't know, you know, what she was looking for. But then she finds somehow his big box of all his composition journals and all, oh, the, yeah. shit, all the shit that he was like writing forever. And uh, she's like, yeah, why don't you read Diaries. Yeah, I thought it was poetry or something, I guess. She's like, why don't you read me something? <laughs> like it was on that date. <laughs> yeah. And then like, yeah, of course, like he randomly picks like, you know, the most recent traumatic experience that we saw. And, uh, yeah, starts reading about it where the dog, you know, gets all burnt up. And, yeah, it's like he passes it out. Another, yeah, it triggers another memory. It's like he passes yeah. out, but, he like, he goes back and he's seeing all the things that happened during when he was blacked out. 
The boom hits another. Oh, <laughs> he hits another time slip, right? Yeah. He gets coded. Then he starts catching on, like how he can induce it. Later. Yeah. Well, he's super confused because he didn't know if it was a dream or not. And so. Because he, he figures out later how, how to trigger it. Yeah. He reached out to Lenny because he's trying to figure out, like, what actually happened. Was this just a dream or was this true? And. He goes back to see Lenny and Lenny's like, you could just tell like, he's like a little kid, like trapped in an adult's body, like doesn't leave his room. All he does is build these model airplanes and stuff. And then he starts making references to things that uh, like, so uh, when Kutcher goes into the blackout, yeah. um, Tommy, he's like, you, uh, he's like, drop it or I'll kill your mother. I'll slit your mother's throat in her sleep. And that was something that he didn't remember from when he was a kid. He only saw it in his, what he thought was a dream. And then Lenny screams it. He was like, I'll set your mother's throat in your sleep. And well, he figures, just, he's talking about his mother, not the fact that he's recalling yeah. what happened, what was said, what Tommy said to him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, then and we know that is, is watching the show, of course, but um, Kushner's uh, character does not. He hears that and he's like, oh shit. Like, Evan, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. Like, I mean, he doesn't say it, but like, you can see the look on his face. He's like putting two and two together. Like this shit really happened. Like, cause he didn't remember that was the part that he blacked out, but now he's recalling what happened during this blackout, <coughs> super tripped out. And then, so like trying to figure out more stuff. I mean, Lenny was all, you know, they, uh, they told him not to call. Like he really riled him up when he tried to call back and go back. And, um, he uh evan goes and reads another passage goes and try, reads another one of the blackouts and then this time it was uh, it was them smoking right when they were doing the uh right when they put the um the blockbuster dynamite inside of the, the what's called the mailbox and he drops a cigarette and it hits him right on the stomach and just like burns his stomach and when he wakes up he's got like a scar there from it yeah so he's yeah, then for the next pretty much, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, you're trying to figure out what, what like how that happened. For yeah. Real, without, you know, whether it was a dream or not. Yeah, because he's like super tripped out, like about everything now at this point. Um, you know, Crazy Scar came out of nowhere and like, can I change the past? And uh, for whatever reason, <coughs> then he wants to go see Kaylee. For whatever reason, I don't know why. If he was going to, uh, you know, go back and save her, why he never went back before this. But he goes back, sees her, and, uh, you know, at work, and she's working in some shitty diner. You know, just a real townie is, uh, is what I assume by seeing her still in the small town, never able to get out. And then she starts asking him all, uh, he starts asking her all these questions about the Robin Hood day. And we have no idea what really happened there. We have a good idea of it, but we don't know specifically but she freaks nope. out. She freaks out. Like, this is what you come all the way back here to stir up my shit and ask me about Robin Hood. You know, probably one of the most traumatic experiences of her life. Yeah. And, and she yeah. yelled at him saying that you never came back for me. Yeah. Once. Why'd you just leave me here? Yeah. What up, Marco? And uh, yeah, so then it cuts to um, to Thumper. He's like, he's smoking weed. We, we we usually see a lot of bullshit bongs in these movies, but he was actually smoking like a real big, like glass bong. Oh I yeah, really, I was really impressed. You're a bong connoisseur, so yeah, we got to pass you. 
Because we see, I mean, there's a lot of these movies where they just have, you know, the bullshit plastic bongs and all that. And I know those are out there, but, you know, especially for like a college kid, like, yeah, you'd be figuring out how to have, uh, you know, a nice bong in your room. And uh, what's his name? Thumper is like, you got a message and it's Tommy. And he's like, what'd you say to my sister, motherfucker? Like she cried on the phone for hours and then she killed herself. She killed herself. I know, that sounds like a dream. That had to be a dream. There's no way that was real because yeah. she just went right into it. She just killed herself. I'm like, what? I mean, you know, it just, yeah, that, that was like the start of all this traumatic shit in, in her life and their life pretty much. But Evan couldn't remember anything. And um, so then you see, then it's his mission. You know, he brings out that paper, goes to her funeral and like he's hiding though. He doesn't want the dad or Tommy or anything to see. Then after everyone leaves, he uh, he throws the paper, you know, in there. I'll come back for you. And now it's his mission to figure out, you know, if he can create scars, can he heal them as well? Was the quote that he said. Uh, that's when he starts uh, inducing it. Yeah. He starts going to these different lands of dream states. Pretty cool. I think this is a good part to end the first act for the show. Yeah. We're going to wrap up act number one. And all the podcasts come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple, on Spotify, every podcast platform out there. Yep. So we'll see you guys for Act 2. Peace out. Peace. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most lit